0: Hi, I'm Anne-Therese and welcome to my podcast, Hey Change. I'm here to bring you inspiring guests and new ideas on how we can invite positive change into our lives. Why? Because I want us to find new ways of how we can live our days in more sustainable, healthy and compassionate ways. So with that said, are you ready to jump on board the wave of change? and welcome back to another episode of Hey Change. Today we're talking to Dane Johnson. Hi. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm doing amazing. Thanks for having me today.
0: Ha- thanks for having me. So um, you have the most amazing story to share with the world, oh, which is thanks. why I'm here and like had to interview you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give us an introduction of that? Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it's, um, I think that, you know, my, my story is really just the root of just dealing with a, a, an adversity, a really strong and tough adversity, which for me was Crohn's disease, uh, Crohn's disease ulcerative colitis, which is a autoimmune disease that affects your digestive system or your ability to eat food and um, can really be deathly and dangerous and people have, have, have died from it and I had a, a very serious battle with it through the last roughly Uh, 11 years of head symptoms I was diagnosed seven years ago and it was it was tough and ironic my story was one of where I was given this great gift where I could graduate college and work a job and quit that job and move to LA and got picked up with big agencies and started working as a model and actor all around the world and it was like whoa you know I'm from the sticks I'm from Virginia and, and and um you know in the woods where people don't really have much and they don't do much. And, and thinking of ever living in LA and working in that and being surrounded by that, it was just not going to happen. So at one point I had this amazing thing happen to me and at the same, about the same time I got extremely sick and I spent a lot of years hiding my sickness and dealing with my sickness while trying to hold afloat a career. So
0: yeah so just to get the timeline right i think you started getting symptoms when you were 19. yes and then diagnosed 23 right yes and mm-hmm. then you moved to l.a and that's when you got scouted as a model yeah I and mean, you know i really didn't even
1: get scouted i think that was a funny thing is a lot of people think that you have to be born as this perfect person to be successful and i never really took that wholeheartedly you know I mean luckily for me I was a certain height and you know I could fit the clothes in a certain way that I could do the normal route of, of modeling um, but you know nowadays I mean you see people doing the same thing you know becoming quote unquote models through social media mm-hmm. or you know because a model is a person who's able to influence others in a certain way so I mean you, thank you, you for w-
0: defining that <laughs> yeah
1: yeah you, you want to be a model then be one be a model for be a model for change mm-hmm. right
0: awesome so how was it like to because you said that basically two very opposite directions in your life were taking place at the same time mm-hmm. you you got you know you started to become a model and having this awesome lifestyle that you were just explaining mm-hmm. and at the same time you got really sick mm-hmm. how did you feel in that moment when you get diagnosed
1: it was it was devastating when I got diagnosed I didn't know what it was and I didn't know what to think about it I mean when the doctor said you're gonna to have this for the rest of your life and this can be serious and your chances of colon cancer go up and you might have problems with certain foods and we're going to put you on these drugs. And, you know, I said, do I, I remember saying, do I, how long do I have to stay on these drugs? And he said, you know, beating on the bush for the foreseeable future is what he said. Oh, wow. And for me, I, I just, he wouldn't give it to me straight. Mm-hmm. And
0: it was kind of like fluffy. all of it. Yeah, he
1: it was fluffy. So I kind of shoved that real deep down and I didn't, I didn't let it affect me. I just kept living the way I wanted to live and, I moved out to California from Virginia. I worked a corporate job. I mean, I don't know if for anyone out there who's seen the movie The Office, but that was me. I was in a cubicle <laughs> 60 hours a week. I was 23 with a college degree, and I looked around, and I didn't want to be anyone around me. And that's when I knew going up that corporate ladder, no matter how much money they were going to pay me, was not. it wasn't for me. So I, got, I was newly diagnosed with ulcerative colitis at the time, later on diagnosed Crohn's, and then ulcerative colitis again. Newly diagnosed, looked around, didn't see anything I really wanted, didn't want to stay in Virginia. So I took a one-way flight to uh, Santa Monica, Huntington Beach at the time. Then lived in Santa Monica for seven years. And during that time, I I just started doing what I could do. I I just didn't have a job. I was getting in shape, though. And then I always felt like I could be one of those guys in the mall, you know, or on the posters. Mm -hmm. And I just said, I can do that. You know, I can do that. Josh. I just felt like I could do that. And, um, I just, and I was a personal trainer. So mm-hmm. I, I, I just used what skill I had to start pushing myself. Mm-hmm. And I was living in California. I mean, I was in love with the ideology of California, you know, long hair, smokes some bud, <laughs> surf in the morning, hang out, you know, so point break too many times. All right. Right. Watch the o- O.C. for all those people who were around back in the day.
0: Oh, Everybody I remember the O.C. I was on oh, TV all the time, time watching that. Yeah,
1: I swear, I, that's one of the reasons I went with that show. If I ever meet Ben McKenzie, I'm all done. You know. I
0: look at you now and I kind of see him. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ben
1: McKenzie? I've heard that a few times. And <laughs> oh, that's like, hilarious. Ben, you took my role. Uh-huh. But out of that house and that pool house and that, oh, it was just like, I always said, I felt like I wanted to build a life in California. I like the ideology of California, of health and being outdoors and i wanted to be successful and I felt like people had more of a mindset that fit mine Mm -hmm. in California so I moved out there and one thing led to another and all of a sudden I just kept getting in better shape and kept getting better at taking pictures and I met a photographer who decided to he said hey I want to do a shoot with you we did two or three shoots and then he referred me to a manager and the manager referred me to LA models and Ford models and uh, that day Four models met me, but when I was 19, they didn't want me. So mm-hmm. any of you guys out there who have been turned down by something that you went after, uh, they said no. They said no to me. And um, I felt ashamed because my South Carolina <laughs> friends didn't exactly think modeling was cool. Mm-hmm. But when I came back in at 23, and I'd already been diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, I was I looked completely different, and Ford took one look at me took some pictures, and they said, we want to sign you. Uh, four days later, I did a shoot for a magazine. Seven days later, I was traveling everywhere. I went to Miami, I went to Bermuda, Puerto Rico, Seattle. Um, out to New York, I did a job. I a job in Ohio. My agent told me in the f- my first month as a model, he'd never seen someone start so fast. And this was after being failing. Mm-hmm. So it's after them telling me they didn't think I yeah. was good enough. And to this date, I've worked. I've done, I've done campaigns for large companies. I've worked for Gap, Nautica, Tommy Hilfinger. Um, I've worked all over in Paris and Germany and Sweden, you know, and, and it, it all started from just self-belief and also being smart, tactical, not just working hard, but working smart and saying, what is it that makes me different? What is it that I can do? And if they wanted to push me as an all American classical guy. Great. You know, that's, you don't, I never tried to change who I was. I just tried to be better at who I was. I like that. So... And then all of a sudden, I was working, and the agencies wanted me to do traveling, and that's when it came. When I started traveling, I had my first major Crohn's flare, and I was living in a model house with, you know, gorgeous people. And all of a sudden, I was losing massive weight. I lost 30 pounds in that that house. And everyone's drinking alcohol. Everyone's doing drugs. Everyone's staying out late. Everyone's trying to, you know, have this real-world type of lifestyle. So, long story short, I spent the next few years battling Crohn's disease while trying to keep this career of, of modeling. And by the way, a career is made by, hey, go to this casting mm-hmm. and try to book this job over everybody else. And I was going to say, safe,
0: if you don't know about the industry, it's like constantly going to a job interview and selling yourself. Every being day. your best. yeah,
1: Every day. And you have two minutes and there's 200 guys in the room who are in great shape, same height, and just as good of a body and can take great pictures. Mm-hmm. What makes you? And I think what really made me successful and that was the same thing that made me successful with my Crohn's disease was going towards solutions always coming with positive energy always always just doing what i knew i could do and doing it as well as i can and i always felt like i was memorable in a casting i said i was a stand-up comedian just as much as a model mm-hmm. i was a I, I remember those names i shook their hands i got a business degree i was did sales i knew sales mm-hmm. These kids were, you know, these great-looking kids. Hey, bro, what up, man? Yeah, dude, here's my card. Here's my book. Yeah, man, I'm going to go out to Byron Bay. I'm going to go live in Cape Cod, you know. It's like, shut up, man. You know, because people who Welcome work in to Marvel, reality, yeah, they're, they have masters. They're intelligent people. They're directors. They're producers. They're, they're really intelligent people. And I think when you're an intelligent person you show someone your energy and who you are and where you're going, they want to surround themselves with you, whether it's a casting or it's a job or it's a friend. Or to love her. I mean, I think greatness is really, can be, there's a lot of what I call universal law that fits no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Energy, positive energy creates positive energy.
0: I was just talking about this with my other model friend the other day. She was actually working as a fit model for this particular job. And they were having a casting at the same time. And she's like, being on the other side, I could tell she's going to get it. She's not going to get it. She's like, it was so obvious with the energy they provided to the room. Mm-hmm. Some of them might have been like better looking or had a better walk, but it was just all about the energy, and she was right there every time. Yep. So what you're saying is like, it's more to it. I think that applies to every industry. Mm-hmm. It's like who you tell yourself that you are, who you want to be, and bring that professionalism into the room.
1: Yeah, yeah, and don't be afraid to ask, I think is a big one too. Um, I would go into rooms, and there's a ton of guys. I remember, so for example, I was... I booked Gap a little while ago. I mean, every that's a big, big company because they have a really good pay. They pay a lot, and a lot of the bigger models try to get this job, and a lot of the agencies want their models working this job. And I booked it. I was the only one in the casting of two hundred people to book it, and it was unbelievable to me that I booked it. But I think what made me different in there is I wasn't afraid to ask for regular conversation. I never went in as if I was asking for like pleading with people to to book me. And it was, it was always, this is who I am, this is what I do, what's your name? Mm-hmm. To the casting director, how are you? How was your day? Do you enjoy it? How was your trip in New York? Where are you from? You know? Oh, and if they say something about their, if they give me any opening for a conversation, I take it. If they say something about their kid, their wife, their attributions, what they want in life. Because they're
0: people too. Yeah,
1: they're people, or people, and people, you know, who are you going to hire, your best friend or a stranger? You're going to hire your best friend because you know them, you trust them, you connect with them. And that's why. So the sooner you connect with people, the better off you're going to do. And it's the same thing when it comes to changing your life, you know, and you want to change yourself. If you're dealing with a chronic disease, you have to surround yourself with positive energy. You have to surround yourself with people who are going to make you better. You have to turn your home into a healing atmosphere and make everything around you empowering and get rid of the things that bring you down. And the first thing that brings you down is self, Mm -hmm. is your own mindset, is your own thought on what's possible or thinking that you're somehow a disabled person. That's poison.
0: I wanted to actually go into that because, I mean, um, again, simultaneously you were sick, and mm-hmm. do you feel like you were ever in some kind of denial, just like putting that part of your life aside? Like, no, I'm not sick. I'm having this awesome life for myself. Did you ever feel like that kind of kind of came up to surface in the most um, in the worst timing, or was it that part of you that was like, I'm living a fake life because actually there's this other part of me who's like really sick, and I'm not disclosing do you know what i'm
1: saying yes yes absolutely i did feel i never felt fake because i wasn't because what i was hiding was something that was (laughs) could kill destroy my career Mm -hmm. so i felt justified in, in hiding it um i did feel like two different people and i felt like i was living two different lives uh, you know, I on one said I'd be on a show. I'd be, I'd be doing a background show, I'd be hanging out. And there'd be some celebrities there or something. i be like, this is unbelievable. And the next minute, I'm throwing up. I'm stuck on a toilet. I'm sick. I mean, in the same day. I don't know what to eat. I can hardly walk. I'm malnourished. I'm underweight. And I'm not working again for two weeks. So it would be like two weeks of, of just sitting there completely sick and upset. And then all of a sudden, I'm doing something cool. And then, yeah, I would post on social media only the cool things, the highlights. You know, mm-hmm. we only... S- we only see the highlights of people's lives. You don't see the right. negatives. I had a lot of down times. I felt like I was living two lives. I felt uh, depressed, ashamed. I've been through it all. If you're going through that, you know, it's it's normal. Every single person, even Tony Robbins or Eric Thompson, these motivational speakers, have been severely depressed. You're just hearing their greatness. You're hearing their great energy. Right now you're hearing my great energy. You got. If you're there, everyone's there. It's very common. It's normal. It's what you do with it. It's how you respond to it. That's going to define you and allow you to be on a podcast one day, or allow you to be on television one day, or allow you to be an actor one day, or allow you to
0: be happy. Yeah, be happy
1: and have kids and make money and travel the world. Whatever your aspirations are, they come from positivity. They don't. They don't come from negativity. Mm-hmm. You know. So, so how yeah. did
0: you? When did it click for you? When did you decide to take this? Weakness, if you say that, obviously, being sick is a weakness, mm-hmm. to turn into to a strength.
1: You know, I think uh, the big change for me was I spent a few years, I mean, you, I spent a few years being sick. So if you, you know, when something like this happens to you, it's not something you just switch in your head. You have to have an experience. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that you can change just from words. You have to change from experience and feeling. And that can happen quickly, or but usually it takes time. I spent years in denial. I spent years sick. I spent years upset. And I spent years being angry at God or people or society or doctors and just blaming people. And I was justified. We're all justified in our anger. Mm-hmm. And I think it got to a point where the doctor said, The drugs aren't working. You have to stay on the drugs for the rest of your life. And we're going to need to do a surgery. We're going to need to cut out your colon. You're 24, 25 at this point. Um, you're going to have to, you know, get, have your bowel movements out of a bag that's attached to your stomach. And, you know, you're going to lose your career. And, you know, you're going to be on disability though. And most likely have to move back in with your family, your home, and leave your life. And, and it was like, wait, that is the next step? That is the next step? And then I was at work, and I was very sick. I trying to do this job, and this job didn't go well at all in Ohio. It just—it was shameful and annoying, and I was tired. I could hardly stand, and I was there for three days, and I was so sick. And I was hiding it from everyone. And I got home, and it was like—it's like I had enough pain. It was like I had enough pain that nothing was worth it anymore. Nothing—not my Friday nights, not my popularity, not my my ego, uh, not my diet. Nothing was worth what I was going through and what I felt like I was about to lose. So I got back and there was this book in front of me uh, by Jordan Rubin who healed himself of Crohn's and I read that book two of them, Patient Heal Thyself and The Makers Died. And when I read his story and I, I took it very seriously what he was saying <laughs> It seemed impossible to do what he had done. It seemed completely impossible. I felt like I had to be the 1% of the 1% to do what he did. But I, I felt like if he can do it, and he can run at that pace, then I need to do it and I think I can too. So I just challenged myself to try and I just simplified it. And when I said, I got home, called my agencies, called everyone said, I can't work. I'm not working, Don't. Call. I, I just shut off everyone. Everything, everyone. And I made healing my number one priority. My day was about my health. Anything that affected that, I blocked. I didn't go out on Friday nights. I didn't go out on Saturday nights. I turned my home into a healing atmosphere. I created a daily journal. I kept track of every single thing I did. I kept track of everything I ate. Everything I ate is something I made. And then I just said, what can I do that can possibly help and not possibly hurt? Pray. So I said, you know, screw it, pray, let's do it. And I prayed every day and every night. And I said the same prayer and every night and every day. I said my purpose every day. I used aromatherapies. I started keeping my house very clean. I, I created playlists of positive music. I sat in the sun 20 minutes a day. I read for hours a day. I, I destroyed books. I read and read and read and applied, read and applied, read and applied. I went to the, then I started going to the gym every single day. Then I started looking at supplements and herbs and studying and all of a sudden, 75 days in, my symptoms were dramatically low. I gained 25 pounds, 30 pounds. My energy was way up. I was feeling great. And I decided, to against my doctors, role, to get myself off every single drug they gave me. Dane, you can't do it. Dane, you can't do this. Dane, you can't do this. Nope. I did it. Nope. I did it. Now, I'm not advising anyone else to do out there, but that's just how I felt for my life, what I wanted to do. I was, did did I mess up sometimes? Yes. And did I have to pay for my, what I did a little bit? Yes. You know, I think probably, I got off the drugs a little too quickly, but I was, I was convicted, convicted to take my life. And there was no doctor who was going to tell me how I was going to be and how healthy I was going to be. And they could shove it as far as I was concerned.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm getting goosebumps once again, because I heard this story before the, the thing I love the most about your story is that you were coming down to the very bottom of everything. Mm-hmm. And at that point you were like, either they can define my future or I will define it. Yeah. And you decided like, I'm going to get in charge. I'm going to get behind the driving wheel in yeah. my future. And I'm from this point forward, nothing else matters That than the life that I'm choosing for myself. 100%. And I mean, seeing you sitting here today, I could never even imagine you being sick. Yeah. It's,
1: it's amazing. 100%. You know, to three days ago, I ran four miles straight with an average time of seven minutes and three seconds. And I'm not even, I'm a terrible runner. A ter- so am I. I'm a terrible <laughs> runner, but I get I've been it. running lately because it's changing how I perceive myself. I'm seeing something that I'm not good at and I'm scared of doing, like running long distance. Mm-hmm. I've never been a long distance runner. And I'm attacking it. And that's what I've learned from this. And, uh, you know, the second time I got sick, I mean, I, I, when I stayed, the story I just told you was the first time of how I got introduced to in natural medicine was I found it in books, which is what sparked it. And then when I realized that what I was doing was actually making me more of the person I wanted to be despite being sick, that's when, the, that's when it switched. That was the key. When I realized that I was becoming more of an empowered person, that this wasn't about, this wasn't about the fear of sickness. This was the fact that I was learning how to take care of my body. And I said, wait a minute. I'm going to learn how to take care of myself, my family, my children. I'm going to learn how to create more positive energy in my life. I'm going to learn how to deflect negative things. Because everything is energy. Mm -hmm. Food, people, music, everything is energy. Anything that makes you feel is energy. Mm -hmm. So you identify it and then you cultivate positive energy. And you reduce negative energy. To me, that is manifestation. And I think the biggest godly gift I was given in this life was the ability not to be, I'm not an extremely smart person. I, my gift is I can see complicated things and I can simplify them. Mm. And I simplify them in a way that makes sense to me and I think that people can understand. And um, I simplify everything in life as energy. And so when I, I listen to my gut and I listen to my heart, when I look at something, I feel it first. And then I know very quickly. And Crohn's disease taught me how to feel energy. So it to me, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. Um, but you know, then I said, wait a minute, how can I invest in this? And I looked at, I said, I got to go back to school for this. I want to go back to school and start learning natural medicine. So I signed up for a natural medicine school. I surrounded myself with naturopath doctors and their energy was intoxicating. When I sat down with some of these doctors and these professors for lunch and listened to their philosophy on life and philosophy on food and philosophy on uh, cultivating health, it was like, it was, I was addicted. I was addicted to the way they were seeing it because I've always been addicted to self empowerment and I've always desired self empowerment. So all of a sudden, I just started my philosophy change from, oh, I have to sacrifice my diet and I have to sacrifice my money for these supplements and I gotta spend all this money on organics and spend all this money on these the most excessive, expensive supplements and go to these expensive seminars and spend five hours a day reading these books and, and waking up and, and not going out on Friday nighters, or not drinking alcohol anymore or giving up these certain types of foods that people normally eat like beans or rice or grains and things and all of a sudden just became I'm becoming stronger this is exactly what's going to get me to the goals I want this is exactly what's going to give me the lifestyle I want buy the house I want travel the world I want and get under the suppression of corporate world that I never I never wanted and to look great and keep a full head of hair and be skinny and fit my suit even when I'm 35 years old like my dad told me would never happen you know I remember being 14 I'd say dad you're fat me to lose 30 pounds my dad would go yeah wait till you're 30 Mm -hmm. I'm 30 years old now I'm in better shape than I was when I was 19 you know so I just I just feel empowered it's not about age and it's just everything in my life has changed and um it's just empowered me and and the things that are going to heal your disease are the things that are going to make you the best version of yourself. And we spend so much money on makeup and hair and smelling agents and things, lotions for your skin and things that lighten your eyes. You know, and girls, you know, with makeup and, you know, you want to be beautiful and you want to feel your best. It starts from within. Yeah. Invest in your life. Invest in your health and your mindset and your soul. That's where the, That's where the real money should go. That's where the real value is. And I just so.
0: I just wish for more people to really op- wake, wake up to that realization. Like, I'm a little bit upset today with the whole structure of social media and the world, how it's, you know, the way I am, I love it in one way because we have the influence to like inspire each other and like get together and meet and connect with people all over the world that we didn't have a, the opportunity to before. Mm-hmm. But then again, like knowing so many models in New York and it's like the midst of fashion week right now like some of the my friends are like the most gorgeous people on this planet, like in my opinion. And I hang out with them and they are just like depressed for the fact that they're not in the shows that their friends are in. And they feel like they're not as pretty as they should be because they are constantly um, relating to their peers. They're which is judging, like
1: c- comparing.
0: Right. It's always comparing. And I think that's what social media has done to us. It's always comparison to other people. Whereas we forget to just start with from within, and like, how can I be happy? What is really essential and important to me, and what is really essential to life? I think, is it about what, how the world perceive you all the time, or is it how you perceive the world? It's a very fluffy cloud of um, of energy, but that's I love the fact you talk about energy because yeah. I'm all about it too. And
1: well, people are, and I think that people are, you know, I think that society. It has always been in a slight or devastating state of ignorance. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, people didn't have... Women didn't have the right to vote or black people didn't have the right to vote. There was oppression. There was, there's was there been serious issues. World War Two, we had a genocide. That was 75 years ago. Mm-hmm. You don't think there's a state of ignorance that people are continuing to live in now that they're going to look... Forward and say, I can't believe they live like that in 2017. Mm-hmm. Those antibiotics they were putting in their water, right. that fast food they were eating—no wonder they were so sick. Mm-hmm. No wonder they weren't feeling good. Most people don't even know what it's like to feel the best version of themselves. So they don't even know what they're giving up. Mm-hmm. They don't even know it. And, and because we—it's not—it's not people's fault. Society has, has taken them. it mm-hmm. from us, and it is our job to take it back and become enlightened as our best self. Yes. And it's there for the taking, but it's hard. There's a lot of issues. How do I get the right food? How do I prepare the food? How do I balance my life so I don't feel overstressed? And I feel like I'm living this sacrificial lifestyle and diet. It's not about that. It's about investment. And, and, you know, you got to find balance. I really don't believe willpower is, is, is the key ingredient. I think balance is the key ingredient. The soul optimism and a healthy mind comes from a healthy soul and a nourished soul. So if you're feeling down in yourself, look at what your soul needs and and start finding that balance and rationally choose to walk towards what you emotionally need, um, and that is I think identified in energy, and things like social media. You know I got beef with social media too, but you know if you people are playing a game that they don't even like, that isn't even them, and they can't win that game. If you're trying to win the game of I'm the sexiest or I'm the coolest and I want to get 500 or a million, a million followers, 500,000 or a million followers and you don't even identify with how you're posting as a woman or as a man, you need to rebrand yourself and say, this is what I believe in life and this is what I mean. – it could be something simple like being humorous, seeing the light things in life, valuing simplicity in life, valuing family, you know, valuing a health or fitness valuing culture or experience if there's something that you value share that with the world because i don't believe the world is going to continue to gravitate towards ego and, and and idolizing people i think that's something of the 80s and it's a state of ignorance people are going to identify and follow those who are vulnerable relatable and do what they preach look at the rock Dane, uh, dwayne johnson look at kevin hart these guys wake up at four in the morning, work out twice a day, do so much philanthropic work and they got a hundred million followers and they're the best quote unquote actors in the world. Yeah. They're not even good actors. They're entertainers, but they inspire people and they're vulnerable and they're real. People connect with them. So if you if you have aspirations in life, use connection, shame. Right now people are listening to me because I'm talking about something that everyone else was too scared to talk about. Mm. And I'm not just talking about it. I'm living the life. I'm not just talking about healing from my house. I'm traveling. I'm, I'm building my modeling career. I'm working every day. I'm working out and feeling better than I ever have. So it's about living how you want to live. And if you want to do great things in life, go towards what is scary. Go towards what is potentially painful. And just start facing it. And you know, just start accepting it and looking at it and poking at it. And you'll find that when it hits you back, you're going to go, no, I can get up. And then when it hits you down again, you can go, no, 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 no. I was closer. I was closer. It's like a game. You know, if someone plays Mario, I swear I attribute so much to life in Mario. Like Mario Kart and, 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 and stuff like games like Stop it. It's I made so an much. episode
0: about like, how your life is supposed to be like a game of Mario
1: Kart. It's so much like a game. Yeah. And, you know, if, if, we're, if we're playing Zelda or Mario or some game that you play when you're a kid and you try to jump over a bridge and you fail and you have to restart like ten times. You do it again. You do it again because your emotions aren't attached and you
0: want it to be challenging because otherwise it's not fun to play
1: it's not yeah, exactly it's not fun to play and this is challenging and it's the same thing like with money everyone, everyone wants to talk about uh, everyone's worried about talking about money and everyone's Feeling they can't make money, but if we were in it all, we were all playing online in this Mario world and and it was called points or coins. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hey Tess, how many coins you got? And you're like, I got 20,000 coins. I was like, What? How the hell? Hey, did you get 20,000 coins? Oh, I talked to this lady at this house and she set me up with this job where I can go collect lettuce and I bring her the lettuce and she gives me 10 coins. And then I took these coins and I invested these coins over here. And you're like, Oh my god, you gotta teach me how to make these coins. And I did this thing over here with these coins. Mm See, we communicate to get better. It's the same thing with health. Hey, how did you get rid of that Crohn's disease? Oh, I followed this diet and I did this, but this worked for me, and then this other person said this worked for them, and this other person. You've got to connect, and you've got to come with positivity, and you've got to look for solutions. Focus on solutions. 90% solutions, 10% adversity is the rule. That's the, the rule of thumb. And there is no five step key to anything in life. If you want to be, look how much there is about fitness. Look how much there is about diet. Mm. Look how much there is about Just go to any grocery art. store
0: and like the magazine yeah. line is like, it's lose never, five pounds. And...
1: never ending. Yeah, never ending information. So take what works for you and grow it. Surround yourself with people who inspire you, who you believe in, who you connect with. Um, but, you know, change comes through hard work and it does usually come through pain. Mm. It does come through pain. Usually when there's pain, that's a sign that there is change. So uh, you have to look at where there's pain and you have to say, how can I simplify this? How can I effectively move forward with this without it killing me emotionally, spiritually? Um, And, you know, I I was a C student. I was never an A student. Never, never. I hated school. But how is it that I've been able to... Accomplished what I was accomplished. How was it I got into modeling when they said no and they didn't? They didn't scout me, mm-hmm. and I've been able to work for the large, some of the largest companies in the world, and travel around the world and work all over, and you know, be a full time model for years. And how was it I was trying to be able to book a few movies? And how was I was able to do magazines? How was it I was able to make this business? I did it because I jumped, and I just did. Failure is a false term. You can't fail if you keep going. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z said it best, he said, I don't learn from my I don't learn from the my successes, I learn from my failures. Right. I don't even like the word failure. And I don't like the word, you know, you know, like um, cure. People say, Oh, Dink, well can you cure Crohn's? I go, what can you cure? Mm-hmm. I don't even like this term because you're trying to box everything together. You're trying to make things in a certain way that strikes fear into people. Well, I can't cure this. Can you cure the flu? If I get the flu and then I put and then I don't have it for a year and i get the flu next season did i cure the flu or did i put it in remission Mm. you can't cure death you know what you can do yeah what you can do is is live of the highest experience build purpose to your life and follow positivity because when you go towards positivity you find change nothing ever feels good that didn't have you didn't attach pain. Like, you, how would you know what love was without knowing what pain was? It'd be impossible. It's the real, law of relativity. So, um, all purpose is rooted in pain, and you got to go towards that. So, change. My change came from a lot of depression, a lot of anger. At one point, I was okay with the idea of dying. I was okay with it. I never wanted to die, but I was okay with it. Um, uh, my change came from a. Wo- First of all self-belief that I was more I mean I think the first time I really got hurt was in sixth grade when my coach my science teacher cut me from the basketball team And I was one of the best basketball players in my county, and I was hurt. I cried so hard I must have been 12 years old But I remember that pain to this day because he chose people who weren't half as good as me And I felt like he chose them because he liked them more, Mm. but I was much better basketball player that hurt me as a young man because I felt like he was attacking my, my popularity, my ability to show off in the school and show my talent and work hard and be, and have that experience of being on a, college, on a basketball team for my school. So I remember feeling pain from not being able to change into a higher level mm. at a young he age. He cut
0: that off for you. Yeah, he
1: cut that off and it really hurt me. It really hurt me. And I, so I think that people have things that hurt them and, and then we either decide to let it define us or we decide to move forward. And when I got Crohn's, and I, that was why I had a chronic disease at a young age, by doctors, the people we trust most in this, in this country, I started asking myself about truths. What truth did I want to allow? Was I going to allow what they told me to be real? And what I knew was, when I was 16, I could eat pizza and I was fine and I was healthy. What changed? Did mm-hmm. so I just randomly get this disease? Oh, better luck, better luck next life, mm-hmm. is what I heard. Better luck next Ouch. life. And I just said am I willing to accept that. And there's a lot of people out there who've been sick for a long time, they've had a lot of adversities and you know, I don't claim to have the answers for everyone. What I what I claim is that there's something you can do about it and no one can heal you but you. I can't heal you, Tony Robbins can't heal you, no one can heal you but you. You you know, we have to choose to be the CEOs of our lives. You know, people are on your board, but they work for you. Your doctor works for you, your financial advisor works for you. You know, your local guy who gets your, who gets your meat and sells it to you works for you. You fire them or you hire them. And you surround yourself with people who you trust and you believe in their values.
0: You choose your life. Yeah. You your yeah. Like you the people you spend time with.
1: Yeah. You want change. We need to become self-empowered. You know, I think this country is built on self-empowered people. Americans were self-empowered people who said, Britain, we're not going to take this anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to build. And you know what? We're going to trade between each other to make our lives better. I'm a blacksmith. You're a bread maker. Give me some bread. I'll build you. A, I'll build you a sword. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to build our value and build our trades and trade between each other and learn. My trade is natural medicine. My trade is self-empowerment. My trade is 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 creating hope and inspiring that there is more, and I'm doing it through action. And
0: I think also important is to to remember that we can do self-empowerment and be the best we are, and still be a positive impact on the surroundings and the environment and the people we love. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to come from like power or like I'm selfish just trying to build my own life because I think sometimes it's been a misunderstanding in terms of like, you know, I don't want to take care of myself. I don't want to tend to myself first because then I'm being selfish and you need to start with yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: need to be strong and loving yourself. Only then can you love and help your family, your friends. Only then can you be a positive impact on this planet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something to be taken to with this lesson. Mm-hmm. It's like choose your life, choose to empower yourself and then use that power in a positive manner to everyone around you.
1: Yeah. And I I think it's a coincidence that the things that make us happy and the things that make us healthy are the very things that make the earth happy and healthy. The things that make our family happy and healthy. When you say something positive to somebody and they say something positive back, you both feel better. Mm -hmm. That's a ripple effect. When you do something, when you put something healthy in your body, it's usually from the earth Mm -hmm. and it doesn't hurt the earth. Exactly. Right? Like a potato doesn't hurt the earth. McDonald's hurts the earth. Because it was from plastics and from GMOs mm. and destroying the planet.
0: And that energy eating that food is not good for you. Yeah, and
1: it, it destroys you. Yeah. And then it, what's it do to your mindset? What's it do to your self belief? What's it do to how you treat other people? Do mm. you become negative?
0: It's all I just a circulation become angry. of energy. It, it's
1: a circulation of negativity that's rippling effectively everywhere. You have to see energy from every single standpoint. And I'm not saying that you have to be, people who need to be. I mean, I eat food that's not good for me. I enjoy myself, I celebrate. Mm-hmm. I don't party. I celebrate. Love that. I change. And I'm a big, I'm big on this. Tony Robbins taught me this. I use, I'm very selective with the words because words become real. A thought is the very thing of turning nothing into something. It's divine as anything. A Thought. It comes from nothing and it's turned into something. What you say is the manifestation of a thought. So if you want to change your life, change how you're talking. If I'm scared that I can't do something nowadays, the first thing I do is tell everyone I'm going to do it. Mm. I don't ask them if I can do it. i I'll tell do them. It. I tell them, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to run six miles straight without stopping. And I'm going to do it fast, without under an eight-minute mile time. I've never done that before. I'm going to do it. Awesome. And I tell everybody. They say, the people who say things uh, to others out loud are 70% more likely to do it. So if you have a goal in mind, if you're taking away something like here you're at a job and you want to go for another job, if you want to train your kids differently, if you want to get healthy, if you want to lose 20 pounds, if you want to go talk to that girl that you're not sure she doesn't like you or she, doesn't, or she likes you, decide to take an action and just do it. No matter what happens, you're going to feel better about yourself and you're going to feel more empowered about that life because that's going to create a reaction that you get to observe. And then you go, whoa, look what happened. I poked the beast and the beast did this. Mm-hmm. And it either did something good that you like or that you wanted to happen or it didn't. But if it did something you didn't like, you can then ask yourself why it went that way. Mm-hmm. And right. now you have information. And, and if you, you know, do
0: nothing, it's, nothing's going to happen. And and it's going to stay the same. And
1: I'm going to tell you, fellas, I, I don't think there's anything more a woman finds more attractive than a man than a man who's just willing to put himself out there in a humble and respectful way, not a creepy way. But if you like a girl, you know, give her a compliment, look her in the eye and say something nice, and then let and then leave her alone. If it's losing weight, go to the gym, work hard, and, and and change your diet that night, and then put on and then give yourself a gift. Watch that show, put on that amazing music, call someone, make their day better. If it's getting yourself healthy, put down a plan and say, this is what I'm gonna do simply every day. I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna eat this, or I'm gonna wake up and take this, I'm gonna invest in that motivational speaking seminar, I'm gonna invest in that. Probiotic. I'm going to invest in uh, these organic foods, or I'm going. You know, I'm not happy with my relationship. Is I'm going to go home and make my significant other's day better, and I'm not going to allow them to make my day negative. And I'm just going to work on making their day better because, in turn, that's going to make my day better. So it's just like right there. We just defined like 15 things you can just do right now. It can take two years to to change, but it can take an instant to actually decide to change. So hey, change.
0: Hey, change. Basically, what Amy's saying right now. Don't let other people define your life. They mm-hmm. will make your life for you if you don't make, take, get to action. Mm-hmm. You can create your own life. You have the power right now to do just one thing. And it's going kind to of shift the direction of everything. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Um, three final questions I really want to get through. Okay. Quickly. Okay. What was the biggest and most insightful thing you learned about yourself during
1: this whole journey? The most insightful thing that I learned about myself that I honestly to be completely honest that I am divine I believe all human beings are divine if you want to call it the Holy Spirit you want to call it energy I believe that every single human ability has the ability to create which innately is godly creation thought turning something an idea into reality what I realized is that I have all the power within me to do whatever I want externally to change so it was the healing started with thought and now, I actually have tangible healing. I'm X amount of weight. I haven't taken drugs in years. I exercise every day. I travel the world. I've taken back my career. I didn't get my colon removed. I'm not on drugs. I don't, I'm not, I don't live on disability. I don't live in my mom's basement. I'm not depressed. And I live a great life. High five. So, yeah. <laughs> High
0: five. <laughs> and um, what are three advice you would give to anyone listening right now?
1: Any advice i give to anyone listening to right now is that nobody in this world is better than you. You are just as powerful as they are. I don't care if it's Will Smith or Brad Pitt. You know, I've been around some of these people, and they are just people who have more than anything extreme self-belief. And um, positivity creates positivity. So whatever your goal is, identify the negatives in your life. Take immediate strong action to reduce them or eliminate them. If it's a person who you love, you need to either change their energy or you need to get them out of your life. There's only there's only two options right there. Um, so take first thing is take immediate action, immediate action, because when you do something immediately, that's going to have a ripple effect. And you need the next day to do something, the next day to do something, and the next day to do something. So if it's your diet, if it's people, if it's deciding to jump forward in your career or jump forward in self growth, take immediate action and don't be scared of of of. Failing, or don't be scared of what will change. Fear is it it ruins you. You have one life. Today is your only today. You never get this day back. You will never get this month back. You'll never get this year back. You never get your twenties back. You never get your forties back. Do it now. Time is worth more than money. That's one. So that's maybe that's two, right? Time is worth more money, more than money. Um, Take immediate action. And I'd say three is uh, destroy life with positivity. Don't come with hate. Don't come with anger because that's just gonna ripple more anger and more hate. You're gonna get what you want through um getting people on your side and making other people's day better. If you're not sure how to do that, wake up every day and say, How can I be a value to someone else? Because when you're a value to someone else, you become more valuable.
0: Love it. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right, final question. And this is um about you giving some meaning to my own word, retruthing. Okay. And uh retruthing means basically, I think it's a based on finding happiness in new realities
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it means um being open to new ways of thinking acting and behaving so that we can find ourselves in more loving sustainable and compassionate lives so if you were to retruth something right now like anything what would that be
1: you know i kind of in the middle of retruthing the idea of health and how it relates to age there's this idea of health That people think, if I can run this far, if I have this type of body, then I am healthy. And I need to do it then because I'm now 22, I'm now 30, I'm now 40, whatever age you are. So there's this sense of the clock's ticking. But let me ask you this. If If health is defined of living to 100 years old without any issues and then dying all of a sudden without any kind of decline in health, that's the ultimate goal, then how is what you're doing? and how is what we're doing actually getting you closer to that goal? Happiness, exercise, eating habits, atmosphere. I would say atmosphere is probably more important as far as quote unquote health, than anything. If you live to your 65 years old, like let's say you have a drinking problem or you're eating fast food or you have a smoke, or you smoking cigarettes, and you die at 60 years old or 65 years old of complications from your lifestyle, and you are 22, right let's say you're 22 and the other person's 40 that person is actually younger than you because you've lived more of your life than they have because they're going to live till they're 100 mm. so who's older the 22 year old or the 35 year old who's living the per- life that they need to to give them the best chance to live to 100 without complications or you're 22 and you're smoking cigarettes every day thinking i'm young i have time no, 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 because your lifestyle is actually declining your life where you actually have a lower lifespan. So if you could see your lifespan on a, on a clock or a timer going down, you've actually lived more of your life than someone else. So this idea that it's too late or you're too old, age is relative to how long your life is. It's a personal journey. Your age is personal to you. We're all different ages. 22 is not 22. 30 is not 30 because it's defined based on how long you've been on this, or how long you're going to stay on this planet at a healthy state. So if you know, if you wanna live a healthy life and you wanna live a long life and you want this to only be fifteen percent of your life you've lived instead of thirty percent of your life you lived, then change immediately and change now and invest in your health because money ain't gonna do it for you. And my Nashbroth professor said it best, he said, You can pay now or pay later You know, because when you're rich and millionaire sacrificing all your all of your health for those millions of dollars, you're gonna spend all your millions of dollars trying to keep your life mm-hmm. afloat later on. Yep. So invest now, right now. I, I highly advise getting a natural medicine school, taking natural medicine classes, learning about energy, learning about how to create um, health and, and getting off of drugs um, if you need them. I think drugs are great, but they long-term, I would say, I'd advise against chronic drug use, right? Mm. Uh, so yeah, I would say the different of truth is how old are you, I would ask um, each person listening.
0: You're basically changing the whole perception of time. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. And this is going to be added to my wall of read So go to www.heychange.net and you can see all the read going on uh, because we're changing the world through this concept. So thank you so much for adding to that. (laughs) All right, we're about to wrap up and I want anyone listening to be able to find you, follow you because you are a nutrition, uh, certified nutrition health coach, right? Yeah,
1: I'm a a board-certified holistic nutritionist is, is the term. And hopefully you're... Soon, uh, not hopefully, I will be a naturopath doctor going back to school for my MD. Wow! So, yeah,
0: just killing it. So, what's your Instagram? What's your website?
1: So, my website for anyone who might know someone who needs help with Crohn's and colitis. My website is Crohn'sColitisLifestyle.com. You can uh, book a strategy session where we'll talk, and I do offer private consultation. I highly recommend downloading my complimentary ebook on there uh, My Facebook is, uh, backslash DaneJohnson24. Instagram is at DaneJohnson1. And, um, you, you know, just, uh, follow whatever works for you and I, I hope that I can, you know, ripple effect of positive energy in your life because anyone who's listening, if I can make your life better, I know you're going to make my life better and it all ripples together into one. uh because it's, it's together that we get what we want. It's not apart. If I can help you, you can help me. Dane, I want to say
0: thank you for being on this podcast. But I'm going to say thank you for being on this planet.
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's nice. Alright, have a great day. Thank you so much. Talk soon.